0: Welcome back to another episode of the grief bully podcast. I am your host Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, December the 28th. We are back in the studio rocking and rolling episode 72 is underway. I'm feeling good feeling amazing feeling like well we got through one other holiday. So yeah, today's the 28th. We just had a holiday that just recently passed. Now we're in here to get this conversation underway but before i do that i always ask you guys make sure you subscribe hit that subscribe button right now like it hit the notification bell so you will know when new episodes drop last week was a solo round i was in here just kind of going through some things and just helping you with a lot of i guess areas if you will that can be difficult and tough and just helping you to remember who you are remember that a lot of times we're going through situations that We've actually been through before but we forget that we actually have the strength to get through it So go back check out last week's episode share it with someone else in life Comment leave a comment on youtube hit me up on instagram Like let's just stay in touch and continue to keep sharing this message before we get into this week's episode though I do want to thank our sponsors a better help. They are an online counseling organization They can help you with therapy from the privacy and the comfort of your home so if you want to check them out, it's at my link, trybetterhelp.com forward slash thegriefbully. Again, that's trybetterhelp.com forward slash thegriefbully. They are affordable. They're about $65 per week. And when you use my link, you will receive 10% off your first month. So definitely make sure if you're going through a tough time, you do not have to suffer alone. So check them out. They are called BetterHelp. And my link is trybetterhelp.com forward slash the grief bully also send me a text hit me up I want to hear from you 856-341-9950 we can just chat just see where you are any input maybe there was something I said on the podcast and you want to let me to elaborate more or contest it right because I don't believe everything that I say is end-all be-all so yeah hit me up 856-341-9950. So I want to get into this episode. First I want to say kudos to you, bravo to you. If you are listening to this episode, then that means that you have made it through another holiday and as if you celebrate, or just this time of year it can be very heavy and difficult for a lot of folks. So the fact that you're still pushing, you're still moving, you're still going and hopefully still smiling. That means a lot. And I salute you. And yes, my hat is off to you right now. So I want to get in here, be a short form episode There's something I wanted to talk about that I think is something that could be useful, could be useful, could be useful for sure. So I think sometimes we are challenged and plagued with feeling like it's too late and we might feel like it's too late in our grief to actually grieve, to actually mourn. That's what I meant to say. So sometimes I think we might feel like it's too late in our grief process to actually allow ourselves that time and space to mourn. What do you mean by that, Jay Nicole? So a lot of times when we experience a loss in our lives, we don't immediately take action to begin to heal. We also don't immediately allow ourselves to feel what we really feel in that moment. And so it becomes difficult to work through it. But then like once a lot of time passes, I think from conversations with other folks and things that I've researched, it could be hard to go backwards and revisit. And so I wanna tell you that it's never too late. It's never too late for you to go back. It's never too late for you to just revisit how you felt in those moments with a, a therapist or a counselor, of course, and or also with yourself, your journal or a support system. It can be actually very beneficial. And I've always said that denial has a grace to it. And when I mean denial, it doesn't mean that you're so much in disbelief of the loss, but you could just be denying yourself that opportunity to feel or just denying the feelings that you do feel. And sometimes that's actually a good thing. And I know it could be perceived potentially as negative, but we're not always ready or equipped to take all of that pain on right now, especially depending on whatever you have going on in your life at the time. It could be the straw that breaks the camel's back, it could be that one last thing that's going to make that avalanche just tumble and, and fall apart. So don't beat yourself up about that. If you feel like you want to look back at things or or maybe it's potentially scary, like I said, get the right support system or leadership to help you do that. But it's not too late. It's also not too late. For example, if you want to get More in touch with memory. So say if you have family members or friends, like in my case, my father passed away and I have a lot of his belongings. I have a lot of his things actually in my garage and in my home. And my brothers didn't really take much. I don't actually know if they took anything at all, to be honest. And they might get to a point in their lives where they feel like they need something. They want something. And I would never want them to feel like, well, I should have got it then. I didn't get it. I didn't get it at that time. So I don't deserve it. Or maybe I didn't love them enough or whatever that tape in your head can be telling you, turn it off. Grief is super unique and so is your pace in which you go with that. And I don't want you to beat yourself up about it. So that's the one thing that I wanted to park on and talk about today was just the fact that you have to know that it's never too late. It's never too late to visit their cemetery, the cemetery, I'm sorry, to their grave site. It's it's just never too late unless Obviously, life ends for you, but hopefully that doesn't happen before you have the chance to do to find some some reconciliation and resolution around those areas of your life. The next thing I want to talk about is this. It kind of it kind of goes hand in hand. It can go in tandem, if you will. But I think our negative emotions and I only say negative so that we can follow the conversation, not because I perceive them as negative, because I, I think that they're very needed and necessary for our lives. And so what I'm saying is that grief is not a problem to be solved, but neither are our emotions that people can perceive or deem as negative. So what do I mean by that? Shame, guilt, fear, along those lines. And the, and the one that's a biggie is anger. I want you to know that those things aren't things that should be always perceived as negative. Of course, if you're lashing out and in your anger and and along those lines but to actually just feel the feeling of anger within yourself is so realistic and i think is necessary because i think any emotion that arises from within as you are moving along your grief journey is needed because we're different and the way that we all handle things are differently i have someone on my social media that we 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 have conversations frequently and one thing was asked is hey can you talk about the anger or how to deal with the anger after you lose a parent and I would love to investigate that more and educate myself more before I speak on it because for my particular journey I haven't really experienced too much anger per se but I have felt disappointment, frustration, things along those lines but anger se I haven't do I think that that person is wrong for that absolutely not I think it's for one I think it's beautiful to be able to pinpoint your emotion and communicate that and so with your emotional emotional intelligence being able to have some depth to it is definitely a beautiful thing but I don't think it's bad and I don't think as society we've done a great job with making room for those emotions that we perceive as negative right because I, I think it can make us retreat and not want to express because those words have such stigma. So shame, guilt, anger, those words aren't ones that we like to just freely speak about. And when we're in those emotions, like when we're overwhelmed with such a deep level of shame, when we're being burdened and bullied and beat up by a deep level of guilt, and when we are plagued by extreme anger or anger that actually could maybe potentially scare us. It could be uncomfortable. I think we need to have a place to talk about that. I think we need to have a place where we can honor that. I don't. I know that that may sound funny to go together to say, hey, I want to encourage you to honor your negative, and air quotes for those who aren't watching, your negative emotions. They belong in the story as well. They should not be the pages in your story that get deleted or x out or skipped over because I think there's so much growth opportunity right there in the middle of those emotions. You can learn so much about yourself in anger. You can learn so much. I've learned a lot about myself in guilt and I've had my fair share of dances with shame. But none of those things have lessened me. They've only strengthened me if I chose to. So I think there are so many lessons to be learned on our journey, but we have to be open to them. We have to feel like, hey, what can I learn here? So I think it's that line of respecting but not settling. So we can respect our anger, respect our guilt, respect our shame, but not settling in it, not sitting in it and just saying, hey, guess what? This is who I am. This is what this grief has caused me to be or who this grief has caused me to be. And that's just what it is. Forget about that person that I used to be. Forget about the joy, the laughter, the high spirited person that I was, the zest for life that I had. It's done. It's a wrap. It's a dub. It's over. No. I think between those two categories, between those two bundles of words, there's a lot of hope. There's a lot of hope there. There's a lot of opportunity. And like I said before, there can be a lot of growth in those moments. So how do we move through that? Well, one, I always want to encourage you to speak to a professional because I'm not equipped to give you that knowledge and help you... In particular move through anger and move through those emotions But what I can do from my own life is exhibit how that has been beneficial to me I think for one like I said to the woman who has said that is listen to say i'm angry. is really cool It's really awesome because sometimes we feel like we don't have a right to feel angry We don't have a right to feel like that. But a word that I use a lot is I feel robbed. I do I was in my early 30s when I lost my father. And so I feel, Lord willing, I have so much more life to live. But now i got to navigate that without him. I was very younger than that, three years younger than that, when I lost my grandmother. And that really rocked my world. But I, I'm not going to sit in that. I'm not going to sit in that. and I, And I continue to say this. And I think that's just the theme for the end of this year. And the theme for this year for me was that joy is a choice. And you choose to stay stuck or to move on to not on from the from the loved one, but to move on from this stage of emotions and feelings. And it could be hard. I'm not saying that it's easy and I'm not saying that it's going to happen overnight. But what I am saying is that you need to honor those emotions and feel comfortable telling people I'm dealing with a lot of shame right now. Yeah, I feel ashamed. There's a lot of shame that I wasn't there there's a lot of shame that I can't perform my job or or be the parent that I used to be. Like, there's a lot of things there. There's a lot of guilt that I wasn't there, that I've, I could have done more or what I said or what I didn't say. And so I think that and also this is another part of guilt, too, that we have is for living our lives. How many of you out there have felt such guilt because you've laughed or you smiled or you've enjoyed life without your loved one, your person? I feel that can be extremely hard when you lost a spouse, loss of a a spouse or a child. I think that can really be challenging or or a sibling as well. And so where it's like, wow, like we've we've only done life together and now I don't have you, but I'm doing things that we were supposed to do together. How can I do that? That's not fair. That's not right. And so I feel like, again, that can be and that is considered a guilt. And so all of these emotions that someone out there has made you feel are negative and that you shouldn't feel them. Forget that. Make room for it all. Let's make room for it all. Let's bring it all to the table. Let's get it all front and center. And then let's work through it. Let's just take one thing at a time. And maybe you start here and then that's bothering you more. And so you got to do it. But the P.S. to it all is that we have to do the work. And understand that things aren't going to just happen. Faith without works is dead. We've got to take action. But I think in order for us to take action, we've got to put honor out there. We've got to put honor out there and say, hey, you know what? This might not make you feel comfortable, but this is a part of my story. This is what I'm currently carrying right now. And so either you have room for that in your life or you don't. And then you can say to yourself too, this is what I'm carrying currently in my life. And I've got to figure out how to keep moving with it and not let it weigh me down to the point where I'm not moving forward any longer. And so that's really what I wanted to get into today. I didn't want to be before you too long. We just got off the holiday. I know people are doing so much right now. And if this is something that you're listening to time way far after this, then you'll know that we were listening to this after a holiday. And so maybe it'll help you in the future as well. After coming off of a time where it could be very emotionally taxing on you, I think it's super important to just sit sometimes and just have these quick chats and make sure that we're getting some nuggets and some gems and some affirmations and some reassurance that we're not crazy. Sometimes, you know, sometimes that's really all someone needs is reassurance to know that they are not crazy. Whatever crazy means that what they're feeling is normal and that it is real and that it's possible to overcome. Because I think if you can't identify that what you're feeling is real, how can you identify with the possibility that hope is a real thing, that this situation can actually change and evolve? So I'm about to get started into a whole other episode. Let me just park there and and let's, let's continue to get going with the show. So I want to jump into our inspirational boost. It's a part of our show where we like to give a quote, something thought-provoking or along the lines of our topic each week. And that's brought to us by our sponsors, Adena J Designs. They make, create, and inspire us through decorated apparel with signs, custom tumblers, and all of that good stuff. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Adena J Designs, A-D-E-N-A-J-A-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N-S. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram, let them know that I sent you. You might get a discount, not sure, but closed mouths don't get fed. So definitely check them out. This week, our inspirational boost is grief never ends, but it changes. It's a passage, not a place to stay. Grief is not a sign of weakness, nor a lack of faith. It is the price of love. Man, I love that so much for today's episode, that grief is not a sign of weakness, nor a lack of faith. And it's a passage. It's a passage. That's what I'm saying. So in between A and Z, there's a lot that can happen here in this grief journey. It's a passage. But as long as you keep going, you'll be able to continue to move forward with it because grief never ends. So you're not getting to this to Z and then it stops. So for me, in my mind, Z for me is the end of my life. So until I get to that point, I'm going to battle with these things. I want to deal with these things. I want to keep working through these things. I want to keep fighting them. And most importantly, I'm going to keep encouraging you to do the same. So I want to get into our In Love and Memory segment. It's a part of our show that's very important to me to make sure that we humanize our loved ones and that we, we make sure that we park and we sit in that and we allow that opportunity and space So this week, I just want to continue to just send so much love out to right now. I I want to send so much love out to every parent that has lost a child. And I say that because I think in every parent, excuse me, in every child who has lost a parent as well. I think the holiday season makes the makes this time very difficult. And as we begin to wrap up a new another year and go into a new year, it can be hard. It can be really difficult. And so I don't have one specific name. This week, but if you have lost a child, if you lost a parent, I want to just send special love and encouragement to you today to find the joy where it might be, but also understand that that definitely can be difficult and that you do have the strength within you to get through it. But be patient and be kind and take your time. The journey is definitely a journey. But I want to send my love out to you from the Grieffully Podcast. Our love and memory segment goes out to all of your angels, whether that's your child or your parent. Please know that you have our love with you. Guys, it's been another episode of the Grieffully Podcast. Again, a short episode. Got in here with you. Wanted to just park on those couple of things. Hopefully you had some great takeaways from today. And it was a benefit for you spending your time with us here on the Grieffully Podcast. Listen, I hang out the most on Instagram. You already know that. So follow me there at I underscore AM underscore J Nicole guys. So next time you already know love and light peace.